you know, small business is is a game. It, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's the World Series. It's if you're not on it every day, you're going to fall behind pretty quickly. And so, to be able to inspire the people to really say, okay, if I help this company win, this is how I'm going to win personally. And that's a tricky thing to do. That's what you need to do. Welcome to the Scaling Edge. This is the internet talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs here to share value with you. I'm your host, Michael Brooks. Max is here. Happy to join as always. Yeah, yeah. And we have Ryan Johnson. He is an outsourced chief operating officer. It means if it operates, he will chief it for you. Ryan, thank you for being a part of our program. Thank you for being on the Scaling Edge. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here? Absolutely. Thank you, Michael, for the opportunity to to be here. Yeah, I've been on this journey uh, from my um, my leadership experience to to help people in business, uh, specifically in SaaS. So I, I love helping people. I'm a number, I'm a two on the Enneagram. If you're familiar with with that uh, self assessment. And uh, that means I'm a helper. And so I just love to help people win. I used to be a coach. You're a, and so you're a two on, what was that self-assessment you did? The Enneagram. Have you heard that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a personality test, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're you're like, yeah, I'm a helper. I like to help people. That's right. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Max, what, what are you on the uh, Enneagram? Uh, and the idiotgram? Uh, Not an idiotgram. <laughs> idiotgram. Uh, no, I haven't taken it. All right, we're gonna have to. We're gonna, yeah, have, to gonna have to do that. We'll do it together. Okay, so you're a helper. Uh, right. Where Where have you been that makes you special, man? What have you done so that you? Who have you? What What position of help have you been to make it so that you can help others now? Right, exactly. That's a that's a great question. So, uh, to to summarize a little bit, uh, I I was a base uh, college baseball coach uh, for for a lot for really the first half of my of my career, and then I made the shift into the other side of higher education and um, worked my way up into executive leadership as a VP for enrollment management. And so, in both of those uh, both of those areas, I got to coach. I got to coach on the field. I got to coach off the field. Um, I had, I got to help, um, the, the college I worked at, uh, increase their enrollment and, uh, help people fit, uh, find a great fit where they were. And, um, and that's really where I specialize in. Um, so it's really kind of unique to have that athletic coaching background. Uh, most people in business just know, um, especially operations people were so black and white, uh, most of the time, but I have a, a different people side and creative side to me that really brings a unique uh, flair to what I do to help people scale. I can see a lot of different things from a lot of different angles. All right. So how can, if, if somebody wants to scale their business and they said, all right, Ryan, come on in, what would you, where would you start? Yeah. Great question. Well, most people think when you, when you say scale, they, they immediately think, okay, you're going to be able to bring me a, a ton of new business. You know, that's, that's what it takes to scale. Well, that's not really scaling. That's growth. 
um, that's, uh, that's front end growth. That's not scale. So if you, if you add a bunch of, uh, front end growth and don't have the infrastructure and the foundation to grow, um, or to handle that growth, then you're in trouble. So the scaling part for me starts with the foundation. You have to, you have to have the leadership foundation. You have to have the right people, um, in the right places. They have to know what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it and how they're supposed to do it. So the top end leadership is not taking the brunt of that. They're working 80 hours a week. Everybody else is just coming in and collecting a paycheck. We've got to get everybody on the same page and doing the same, uh, putting forth the same effort. Everybody's got a different job, but really caring and taking ownership of the business, just like the owner of that business does. So how do you do that? How do you take ownership of a business the way the owner does? Right. And that's, that's, that's the tough part. That's the magic. That's where um, you have to be able to motivate your people. You have to be able to come in and say, hey, if we grow, this is what this means for you. Most people come in and say, hey, let's just grow, 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 grow. Don't talk about how it's going to benefit their people at all. Um, But they know internally, hey, that just means it's more money in my pocket. And then if you don't talk about it, most of your employees are thinking that's what's happening anyways. I'm just going to come collect my paycheck and then I'm leaving. And so it's a, it's a team atmosphere that you have to create. That's why I love bringing in my, my coaching experience because everybody has to pull their way or you just don't win a game. Um, and so, you know, small business is the, is a game. Like it's, it, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's the world series. It's, if you're not on it every day, you're going to fall behind pretty quickly. Um, and so to be able to inspire the people to really say, okay, if, if I help this company win, this is how I'm going to win personally. And that's a tricky thing to do, but that's what, that's what you need to do. Okay. How does somebody do that? So it starts, it starts with a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, again, just empowerment, uh, inviting people into the process to make decisions. Uh, A lot of the time it comes down from the owner or the CEO or the um, or the supervisor say, this is what we're going to do. Um, now just go do it. Um, that doesn't go for everybody. You know, you have certain personalities that, that love just taking orders and they just want to come in. You just tell me what to do. I'm going to do it. But most people like to be invited in the process. So that's definitely about the difference between direction and directions. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you invite people into the process. How do you keep them from going rogue? Yeah. Sometimes uh, you invite them in the process and they're like, oh, okay, I'm all my ideas are brilliant, you know, and then this is it. And it's like, well, hold on. How do you, how, like, how do you set processes to kind of keep people uh, uh, in alignment? Yeah. The, yeah. The employee retention side is, is tough. Again, if you, if you bring them into the shared goals, you really understand what they want as a, uh, from their, from their profession. Do they want to move up? Do they want more responsibility? Um, do they even want to be in that industry? I think those crucial conversations on a regular basis to be had with all the employees gets them saying, you know what, this, this company gets me. They know where I want to go. So I'm going to help them get where they want to go. Um, that in a nutshell is, is my solution to keeping everybody together. And of course, if they're not, if they're not aligned with the mission and the vision, then, then they won't last real long anyway. So you really have to start with that and then really make sure you're really showing them, I want you to succeed just as much as I want this company to succeed. All right. So who have you worked with where you've stepped in and you've brought that 
scalability aspect, not growth ability, but the scalability aspect too. And what was the result? Yeah. Well, my last, uh, my last client was a property management group and, um, they, they actually had a lot of incoming, uh, business incoming growth, but didn't have the foundation to handle it. Um, so they were falling behind and started bleeding, um, money cause they were, they were throwing expenses, uh, out the window that really weren't, uh, achieving what they needed to, to do. So they brought me in to, um, to really assess what was going on. You know, how do we, how do we get our people to do, like I said earlier, do what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it and how they're supposed to do it without them calling me all the time, because I need to go out and bring new business as a business owner. And so I was able to come in and button that up. Uh, they reported to me. Um, and then uh, we just set up accountability. We sent up uh, goals. I, I listened to them, understood their frustrations, was able to be the, the go-between between the ownership and, and the people. And, um, and that stuff started clearing up. And so things started becoming more efficient. Uh, and then uh, that, that bleed was narrowing during the month. Um, actually did, did my job a little too much and, uh, or a little too well and, uh, realized, Hey, if, if we make these decisions, um, you won't need me anymore. Um, because, uh, you'll actually, they went from, they had 10 different entities and they were were only good with two of them. Um, and so they realized, Hey, let's scale down to two of those entities. Let's get rid of the others. And now that, uh, cut out a lot of that, um, that, um, top top end expense that was causing them to bleed. Um, so in a nutshell, I was able to, to help them clarify and, and save money. And of course, a good, in my opinion, a good fractional executive works himself out of the, out of the job, uh, as soon as possible. Cause that means that how long were you, uh, how long were you in that job for? That was a nine month engagement. So you walked in nine months, got everything shaped up and then got yourself out. That's right. Yep. Is that your typical it's, contract size? Typically, yeah, anywhere from three to 12 months uh, is ideal for a fractional to come in, um, depending on how they're, how they're succeeding. If they're, if they're moving, uh, if, if they're not going as fast as, as that, you know, it can be up to 18 months. But the goal is to, um, to be, get them to a full-time executive and help them make that transition, help them find that hire and make that transition and uh, that's that's what I want to do. I want to bridge the gap for people. That's amazing. So, Ryan, if somebody wants to find you, if they want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, uh, they can go to my website at three sparrows, the number three sparrows es dot com, and I've got some free downloads there for people to uh, to use some free tools. Uh, they can also find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just Ryan Johnson, Three Sparrows Executive Services on LinkedIn, and my website has the link to my page there. Ryan, I appreciate you being on the Scale and Edge. Appreciate you being a part of our program. We're going to throw those links in the show notes. Um, we are uh, very, very insightful, and uh, uh, we look forward to seeing you soon. Cheers. I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you. <laughs>